I don't wear eye makeup. I mean, technically, we could start whenever because this whole part I can just cut the audio and fade the song. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Welcome to the Behind the Dunes podcast, episode seven. I'm your host, Connor, with my co host, John Floyd. And we are here with Mary Eminetti. The fabulous Mary Eminetti. The fabulous, the wonderful, <laughs> the one and only. Thank, the one you. And only thank you. Thank you. Mary, thank you. Mary Eminetti. Mary, how are you today? I am fabulous. I am just blessed. I'm doing great. So good to have you on. Yeah, and look at this beautiful weather here we're having. Oh my god! And yesterday was just as beautiful. Oh, it's perfect. It was it was about as perfect as it could be yesterday. Oh yes, weather was absolutely wonderful. Seventy-seven and sunny, something like that. What'd you do yesterday, Mary? Well, we had a grand event. It's the Property Owners Association first annual spring barbecue, and I think everybody came out. It was awesome. The where they have it at the center court. Oh, okay. We had the inside and the outside filled out. A lot of corn on the cob, fried chicken. Oh, man. Cold pork, we potato salad, food. fried green tomatoes. I'm so hungry. <laughs> Not in the morning. <laughs> we won't barbecue now. Man. I didn't eat breakfast today. That sounds so Mary's good. Mary's talking about food. That's awesome. So that was just basically owners and Palmetto Dunes. We were all invited yep. to come out. Yeah. That's a good day for it. Yep, it was a great day, and I think it's going to, just going forward, it's going to be great because met so many people there, people that, second homeowners, that a lot of those down here right now, mm-hmm. second homeowners, yeah. yeah. I have to give a shout-out to Dunes Real Estate because a lot of people I met, I said, who is your realtor? And they would give me names. I'm not going to call any names right now, yeah, but yeah. this is my show. So they named a lot of people with us? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. That's cool. And they think that Dunes Real Estate is just great. The service that we provide is just really great. Yeah. I mean, awesome. we are pretty great. We are. We are. <laughs> we are great. Yeah. All right. We're going to pause real quick. I need you to come closer to the mic. Okay. For you. Yeah, if you can scoot up, maybe. There you go. Okay. Now talk. Is, is that good? A little closer. Little closer, Better, good yeah. God, the thing will be ah, down my throat. There we go, there we go. I, d- I just don't want the echo because because you, your voice okay. is so you project it so well. Oh, thank it, you. It kind of in this room, it's not sound treated, so it echoes. Okay, and I want you to sound as the best that you can. Okay, appreciate so, that. Yes. All right. So, John, how is little Calvin? There we go. Um, he's great. Okay, yeah, I, I, I just look forward to seeing I need your to br- son. We'll have some events soon, and we'll have a. Uh, I'll bring him around, and awesome. I mean he's walking and running and all that, so mm-hmm. he'll be all over the place. Because <laughs> I think the last picnic we had, he wasn't walking, so it was, he was pretty limited. We're holding hands. Everybody walking. was walking yeah. him around and stuff, and now he can do it on his own. So. Oh, good. Yeah. good. He started running, right? Oh yeah. Oh god. Oh, yeah. He's running, crawling, <laughs> climbing, whatever. I mean, anything and everything. So, mm. yeah. yeah. And then his favorite thing now is, you know, I'm giving him baseball bats, like a little for T-ball set, and a little. we have a little golf club set. But he mm. doesn't really, like, hit the ball the way it should be or hit it. He just runs around swinging it around, and he's got the golf club, and it's flailing. <laughs> he's hitting me in the legs, like knocking my <laughs> kneecaps and stuff. So. I had one of those clubs when I was little, and I broke the rear view mirror in my mom's car. Mm. Oh. Yeah. yeah we got many of those days coming, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> I hear about this story all the time. Yeah. Well, how's everything with you and your family? My family is doing great. Uh, You know, that college thing really gets deep in your pockets. Oh, yeah. Oh, my grandkids are like, 
going off to college, got one graduating this year, one going to be graduating from college next year, and then I have three girls coming up mm. in two years that will be graduating. These are granddaughters of yeah. mine. Yeah. Well, still, congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. I mean, thank you. That is awesome. That's very them. cool. Yes, um, yes. None where are them. all they located? Well, I have my son lives in Florida. Okay. And my daughter and my grown granddaughter, who have my great grandchildren, they live in Virginia. Okay. Yeah, I just helped my granddaughter put an offer in on a house in Virginia, but she already had a realtor mm. up there, which is a relative of a husband. Uh, but gotcha. every day she's sending help me. Out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exciting though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lots of I changes. Mean, housing is just booming everywhere. Yeah. And Virginia, they're running. Same out. where they're at. Yeah. Every okay. Yeah. They're there, like in Fredericksburg, mm-hmm. and they're building a train to come all the way from D.C. to Fredericksburg, and it's like Bluffton in development. Oh but wow! They're on steroids up there. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that blows my mind too. Because like, I guess I just don't know those areas enough to know that a bunch of people maybe are moving there too. Like here, it's understandable because mm-hmm. people are flocking here. Yeah, so you mm-hmm. understand like the housing is going to be tough to find. But it's like that everywhere. I'm like, how can people be moving everywhere? Well, they're pricing people out. <laughs> yeah, I guess of there's DC. just a shortage in general. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Upper Virginia, that's close to DC. The prices are outrageous. So mm-hmm. a lot of people now are still working from home. And they are moving further south in Virginia. And mm-hmm. That's an area that yeah. uh, they are moving that to. The DMV metro area is yeah. awful. Crazy. For yeah. like traffic and like trying mm-hmm. to get to work because everybody and their mother in northern Virginia, mm-hmm. Maryland, D.C., they all yep. work in like one area. It's terrible. Mm. It is. It is. Everywhere except Houston, I guess, because <laughs> we were talking for the podcast and I went to Houston two weekends ago uh-huh. um, in Asia and that was our first time like away from the baby, but... We stayed in a little Airbnb in a beautiful neighborhood, and mm-hmm. homes were just so much character, and every one of them was beautiful, looked different. And so we're thinking, oh, these homes, man, they're probably 1.5 million. Like I'm just calculating mm-hmm. my head as I'm walking down the street looking at, and we pull them up. Most of them are 350,000, yeah. 400. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I said, I guess we're moving to Houston. So. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. But it just blew my mind. I'm like, yeah, God, <laughs> it's gotten so good. Like you know what what prices are in even Bluffton now. Mm-hmm. Um, or more than that oh, for yeah. just a little quick build home. So, yeah. Man, it's crazy. Took, took some clients last week to a development in Bluffton. I won't call their name, but we we're talking about three years before you can build. Before mm, you can get a build. I can see it. And I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. I probably yes. Do too. Yeah. <laughs> which is absolutely crazy. Yeah. That, that wait list. Oh, oh that wait God. list is over 300. Yeah. And people are still getting on it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's they're crazy. waiting. Yeah. yeah, it's like when you go out there, it's like being at a carnival mm-hmm. in the sales office. So, yeah. like w- when they're on that wait list, it doesn't lock them into what the price is now, right? No, absolutely so, not. So, if the price no. is tripled, they started doing that because they didn't want to miss out on. That's right. The prices kept rising so mm-hmm. rapidly yeah. that they're like, we can't lock you in, and your home's not going to be ready for a year and a half. That's right. And you're paying this price when by the time it's done, oh it's going to be worth way so, more. So you, you might get locked oh. in thinking it's going to cost 500 No, I think they may lock you in when you get a little closer. They yeah. lock you in when you, you know, get You know, when you're close. a few months out, they'll probably lock yeah. you in. This is the price. Here's the base. Here's yeah, what yeah, you yeah. want to add and everything. So it's like you, you get mm. on the wait list thinking the home's going to be 350 and it ends up costing you 600 when you finally get on it. Yeah, but I've been out there. They'll tell you. Yeah. yeah. They won't tell you how much, but they'll really? say, we can't, obviously, if prices are rising, 
by the right. time your 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 wait list is up and it's your turn, I mean, it's probably going to be more. You know, I'm just prepping you. So they're, I mean, they're at least honest and upfront with them. Um, but yeah, I don't know if people realize how much they're going. <laughs> well, so. well, all I would say to the people is make sure you take a realtor out there with you to protect your interests. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's yeah. good advice, Mary. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, I've been around a long time. Been around the block a few times with yeah. real estate. So you want to have your own realtor when you go into these developments. Yeah. Do you do a lot of new construction? No, not really. Not so much. Uh, but I'm starting I guess because there's not a whole lot on the island like no, there is out there. there but, isn't. Yeah. I mean, the island is just, people were asking me yesterday, well, Mary, you all don't have any real estate, uh, do you? Not any listings. Uh, I mean, they're very few and far between. And by the time you get it listed, it's sold. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Yeah. It's not like it was three years ago when there was a you know stack of... Mm-hmm. bunch of properties and you could choose and some mm-hmm. stay on the market for like three weeks, a month, whatever. Now yeah. it's like a week at max. Yeah. <laughs> a week? <laughs> yeah. Maybe a day. Who knows? Yeah, I was about to say, not a week. I love when people come into the office and they're like, y'all have anything printed like with um, with real, with All homes the time. that I could like yeah. take with me? No. No. <laughs> what do you mean? You don't have... No. no. I'm like, because if I did, they would all would have sold already. Yes. <laughs> Not even under contract. They would have already closed, more than likely, for what I handed you. So. That's true. Because you got people trying so to close earlier to win you know, bidding wars. Hey, we'll yes. close in 25 days. We'll close in 21 days. And whatever they can cash, make do. 14 days. Yeah. Closed. So stuff, I mean, yes. it's sold. It's not even Because we used to have all the contract. listings in the window. Yeah. And it got to the point where <laughs> we couldn't even keep them in the window because yeah. they were just going so fast. So now it's just like a nice uh, information graphic. Mm-hmm. Well, is that the right term? L- l- yeah. l- let's go to something else you can put in the window. My garden. <laughs> My pot garden. You can put photos of it? Vegetable yes. pots. And Please tell us about your garden. Oh, my gosh. I, well, first of all, I was born and raised and lived on a farm till I was 13. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so we raised everything. Where were you born? Greenwood, South Carolina. That's right. Greenwood. Yeah. <laughs> Not far from me. <laughs> no, you were in Greenville. Uh, Spartanburg. Spartanburg. Oh, yeah, so probably, okay. what, 30 minutes, something like that, 35 yeah. I'm not from South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, it's in the, up, the more upper part of the state. right? No, Maryland. Maryland. Oh, I don't know why I was thinking you were from Pittsburgh. Great place to be from, anyway. But my father always had a garden. And so I said, I am going to plant an early spring garden. So I was out at, I'm going to say this, Lowe's, because they have the best vegetables mm-hmm. that you can pick up and plant. And I am... I guess it was, what, Saturday was the second? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Saturday right. was this. Yeah, was yesterday it? was the third. Yeah. Okay. So Saturday, been Saturday was the second, which yeah. was my dad's birthday. In honor of my father, I went out and picked my lettuce and spinach, and I looked at my broccolini plant, and there is the little broccolini heads down there in there, and I'm getting ready to have... Uh, Brussels sprouts mm. and my collard greens are huge. Oh. So don't tell anybody where I live because people become oh, trying yes. to steal my vegetables. I'm so hungry! You right know, now. you go to the store and I have to come and by and have some collards with you. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like one of my favorite foods. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I have cauliflower. So, so what all do you have? Collards, cauliflower, broccolini, broccoli. Brussels sprouts, spinach, pictures, right? and lettuce. Yes. All right, yeah. I'll put them up. Oh, for, for people who are, are awesome. watching. Yes. So and just to eat healthier. You know, like pe- you can eat healthier 
just by putting plants in pots, mm -hmm. if you have a little space, because some of these areas you can't plant a garden, yeah. mm -hmm. but you can do a pot garden. Yeah. And I always specify it is a vegetable mm -hmm. pot garden. Because when I first said I was going to grow a pot garden, and they said, I didn't notice that was legal in South Carolina. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it took you a second to realize what she was getting at. Okay. Yeah, it did. I, I was trying not to start laughing. too early. I was just like, slow. You're nah, slow. so slow. Well, well I told him, maybe didn't sleep much coffee. last night. So. <laughs> you need some more coffee. This is my first cup over here. So. <laughs> but it won't be long, I'm sure, before it is legal. So just hang out for another maybe year. Well, I'm happy. I'm going to have some more coffee because, John, you were really slow on it. Yeah, as young as you are, you were a little slow on it. Out of my Dooms real estate cup. There you go. See? Nice cup. Yeah, mine has three colors. And that can be a koozie. Yeah. yeah you can mm -hmm. use it, put a little drink in and stuff. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, I love those cups. Yeah. They're so good. They're very handy. They are good. Yeah. Are you all giving them away to the guests this morning? You already that, have one. That's a good question. <laughs> I'll, I'll call you Kelly when we're that done. Real quick, didn't yeah. You? <laughs> wow, you didn't get the joke, but you got that. Yeah. Come on, I'm waking up. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, and I'm going to be. I have lots of herbs also, right. and my rosemary is growing out of control. So I'm going to be bringing some of that fresh rosemary to the office. Anybody mm. can have it. I'll oh, yeah. just have it. You got some rosemary at the house. That's nice. And yeah. it, oh, when you're baking salmon, yeah. oh, a sprig of rosemary on it, it's delicious. Mm. And that's cool, though, because, you know, you live in Hilton Head Island. There's not a ton of places here that have a lot of land, so you can go mm -hmm. out there. So the fact that, like, right. hey, it, you, it can still be done. Yeah. You know, just a little bit of effort and creativity, yeah. and you can have a garden no matter where you're at. Yeah, yeah living even in, in Hilton Pemina, Head Island. With, yeah, yeah Pemina Dunes, I wish we had a space where we could have a, like a community. community garden. Mm -hmm. uh, Royal has one now. You know, Hilton Head Plantation, Plantation has uh, a huge one. Sea pond. So, so how does that work? Um, I don't think with they the charge community ones? space. Yeah. It, I think they allow you to come plant. They yeah, stuff like but you that. have to register to get a spot because uh, so like somebody a just can't come like that. take your your stuff because it's like oh, no. designated like this spot to this spot is yeah. Mary's, yeah. this spot to this spot is John's. Mm -hmm. Okay, but then I think they, if I'm not mistaken, I think they have like maybe events to say like, hey, this weekend we're going to host a uh, community garden like yeah. event where you can go buy from yeah. everybody else or something mm -hmm. like that, or you could just trade. But that way you get access to other people's, you, you know, whatever they're growing to. fresh fruits and vegetables. They have, Interesting. Yes, they have their own little garden. It's, it's a pretty huge. big deal, I think. It's oh. huge. Yeah. I think the one in Sea Pines may be larger. I'm not sure. Probably. A little it's more really nice. And there. then Port Royal decided to have one. So if we can find a spot in PD, I'm going to be first in line to get a spot. Yeah, but that may come maybe somewhere down the line. Yeah. Maybe they'll find it. And, mm hmm Um. And again, that's cool. You know, I, head I, on. We don't have a ton of farmland, but you can <laughs> even in sea pines. You know, one of the biggest so, resorts. Uh, you as, can have one. Since you're you're an expert pot gardener, <laughs> <laughs> I had to make that joke. <laughs> I got it back. <laughs> we have the laughing John. Yeah. If, if if John and I wanted to start our own vegetable pot garden. garden. Mm -hmm. How how would one start to do that? Like what 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 are the steps? Because I actually do want to start growing my own vegetables. Okay. For like salads and stuff like that. Like yeah. I love peppers and yeah. whatnot. Maybe yeah. grow some jalapenos. So how just call me. I'll help you. Okay. You need to buy Please some you. pots. <laughs> you got to have big pots. Okay. Mm -hmm. Big pots. Or you don't have to buy pots if you know a painter and he uses a lot of five gallon buckets. Oh. Just get those. They're great for park garden. I do know a painter. 
oh, father-in-law okay. is a painter. Mm. Yeah, so you get these five-gallon containers, yeah. and you put a stone in the bottom because you don't want the roots to rot. Right. Too much water stay in there, so you put stones in the bottom, put a few little holes in there so they drain out. Right. But um, it's easy. Buy some soil. You want to have good soil. And um, then you buy your plants. You can start with seedlings. You can mm-hmm. buy a little packet of seeds, and you can make your own little seedlings, and I can show you how to do that out of cardboard. And that way you don't have to go out and buy mm-hmm. things. You know when you grow up on a farm, don't have a lot of money, you get very creative. Mm-hmm. That's why I like, yeah. you know, I love doing arts and crafts. I love creating things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How long is it taking to grow everything? Like, well, is it, it pretty depends. Quick? It depends. Unless you have a great sprinkler system, mm-hmm. you do not want to plant anything after May on Hilton Head without having a water source. Oh, it gets yeah. really the hot, yeah. the heat. But I planted my, um, they were plants already. I didn't start with the seeds. And that was like the first of March. Mm-hmm. And I used miracle Grow, and then I put some miracle Grow food on it. <laughs> they're almost out of control. They're so big. Oh, wow. They're, I mean, they are really, really growing, really. They're like, like a month. Greens and and got, yeah. Yeah. And the spinach, I, well, I've been, the spinach and the, my um, salad, my butternut salad is like every couple of days I'm picking leaves from it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to talk to Ace. We're going to have to yep. step our game. I mean, we have... A lime tree, which is cool, because we go get limes. You know, mm-hmm. we need oh, to cook. A lime tree? We got a lime tree, we, and we got an orange tree. The orange tree hasn't like actually produced anything yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Looks good, but nothing's come off. But the lime tree's been popping them out, so we just go and get it and cook with it. I haven't seen anything in the office. There are other people. Oh, well, I don't that have that have many. I get trees. like four, and then you know, I get another two, and then I get three, uh, and it's like it's not like it's producing that. How, but how for us, just to to cook, it takes a little while. Like oh. the first one to come up, it took months. Uh-huh. And then when it finally did, it was like, here's one. It was a little tiny thing. And then yep. a month later, I had maybe four that were primed, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have, like, in the yard, we planted, like, oregano, rosemary, a lot of yeah. that stuff. So we go cook with that as well. Yeah. But we don't have enough, like, to, like, physically eat. So mm-hmm. we're going to have to expand our, yeah. Yeah. In, in, our yard. You know, the herbs look like flowers almost. The yeah. Plants so are then it's pretty, yeah. But let me tell you. Those rosemary bushes can become hedges. Oh, gosh. Ours is <laughs> taking off. I have to keep trimming it down and yeah. stuff. It's like trying to grow up on the house. <laughs> it's a lot. Because it I smells was thinking good, about just donating some of my rosemary from my other bush that I had. I got rid of that one uh, to different restaurants and say, hey, I, I don't like to waste. Yeah. You know, when you grow up. Yeah. They, they very grow. Very little. Yeah. You want to donate it to someone that can use mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And then we put two lemongrasses, like, right next to our deck beside the uh-huh. rosemary. And it looked good. And mm-hmm. you get, we have, like, landscaping beside the end of the deck, which looks good. But the lemongrass, once they kick in mm-hmm. by the end of the season before they kind of die off in the winter, I mean, it, it completely provides 100% privacy because they grow so big. Oh. So, <laughs> so then they're growing up, and they're probably four yeah. feet tall. And so when we sit on the deck, like, you can't even see the neighbors or anything But you know anymore, you can so grow bananas well. here also. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's a banana tree. Um, yes, there's I saw one trees here. by my uh, in-laws' parent. My in-laws. I've house. seen them. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to have some banana. We eat a lot of bananas. We were out yeah. walking the dogs, and Dad reaches over. He's like, "You want a banana?" Just like, grabs it as we're walking. I'm like, <laughs> sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, see, there's a. Many, I always tell people, 
and a lot of people that I know have moved here from the cities, mm-hmm. and we're talking, and they'll say, uh, if something happens, how are you all going to survive? They think they got a lot of money to mm-hmm. survive. Well, I said they think they have a lot of money to survive. If you don't have skills in growing and hunting, you're going to starve. Mm-hmm. Don't come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> and my gra- Barry's not starving. <laughs> my, my great grandfather taught me how to shoot a gun, mm-hmm. and uh, he would come around and he'd take us into the wood. He was the first person that gave me my first chewing tobacco too. Mm, yeah, went home sick. Yeah. My mom was very upset with him because he just cut off the knife and gave us a little sliver. He said, now don't swallow it. Just put it in the side of your How mouth. You? How are you? I was about six, seven, <laughs> and he just cut off a little sliver because he chewed tobacco. And and, and he put the little sliver in there, and all of our mouths watered up. And we started swallowing. Oh, no, you should mm. It was, oh, we were, like, throwing up. But back then, people chewed tobacco. I was about to say, they, it wasn't a big deal, probably. Yeah, just, everybody the, chewed tobacco. Yeah, so. they carried you got to learn sometime. The Maxwell House coffee can empty with them because, you know, that is the but Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't have the fancy ones, so they mm-hmm. just Maxwell House can. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. the trick. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Six years old. That's I cool. thought you were going to be like 13, 15. No! My, and, oh, he was great. He always had stories to tell. And um, he taught his granddaughters and grandsons, great-grandkids, how to shoot a gun, mm. how to skin a rabbit, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing. Yep. I, I have a slingshot at my house. I can take a bird out of a tree with it or a squirrel. Mm. More likely squirrels. Yeah. They're bigger targets. Yeah, a little but easy. But we used to, yeah, make the, uh, we would make our own slingshots. And you use a piece of leather because mm-hmm. you have the rubber. And then you would put a rock in it. See, a lot of people fancy they use marbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had rocks all around. Grab a rock. Just dig out. Bing! Knock them right out of the tree. I didn't eat squirrel, but there were people in our neighborhood on the farm that ate squirrel. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, I actually never shot a slingshot before. You never shot a slingshot? Really? Oh, wow. There's a lot of stuff you haven't done. Yeah, I was going to say, learning this, about po- you. this podcast is going to turn into Every a lot of things Every podcast, like, oh, I haven't done, done that. I haven't yeah. done that one. Yeah, I can grow your food. I can shoot your animal trap, a rabbit, you know, all sorts of things like that. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. sad that's kind of, like, gone away. Sling a chicken. Like, you know, like they say, chicken with a head cut off. Yeah. You ever seen that? With chicken with In his person? head cut off? Uh, I did when I was very young because mm-hmm. my grandparents had a farm. Yeah. Uh, you ever I seen think it probably scarred me for life. Mm-hmm. Yep, you pick that chicken up by his feet. You hold it like that. He's going to stick that nigga. Mm-hmm. Chop. <laughs> and yep. then he jumps all around. Yeah. Yep. I'm a farm girl. I'm mm-hmm. I can't get the farm out of me. No, no. You ever seen when you take a chicken and if you turn it upside down and draw a line, it paralyzes it? It like puts it into like this deep trance? I've heard about that. Yeah. Like a shark? Yeah. So like if basically if you take you the, turn the shark upside down a if, you, if you take the chicken and you turn it upside down. Then you draw a line from its beak out. It just like stays there. It's just like a zombie. It just yeah. like stays. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. This man gun. Alligators. I guess a lot of animals just the defense. It's just like uh, okay. I wouldn't really call it defense, but yeah. Oh, uh, did you say alligator? Does it? 
Yeah, I mean, there's videos of that. Like, you know, they flip the sharks over and oh, they, yeah. they kind of go into a trance. But I've seen them do it some with like an alligator. And then once mm-hmm. they get them flipped over a little bit and they're doing something like that, like they're kind of just like sitting there. Like, <laughs> I guess that's the give up feature. Speaking it's just like, all right, yeah. it's over. Have you seen how they hibernate? Who? Gators when it's cold. What do they do? They basically sit like straight up with just their snout pointing out of the water. Really? Oh. Yeah. They, they use, sleep like, standing up. Yeah. It's like a, it's, it's oh. too cold, so they go into like this like. Yeah. Uh, I'm not an expert on this topic, but mm-hmm. you know, they just go whoop, and then their nose sticks out and that's how they breathe and they just mm. chill. Mm. Yeah. I, I've never seen that. And they just stay there for yeah. a long period of time. Yeah. Because uh, we, we have one in uh, one of the lagoons in our neighborhood. And when it was cold, like you just see like this like snout sticking out of the water. So do they do like bears? You think where they like they just eat a bunch to prep for hibernation? That's what I hear. That's what I hear. Do they still hunt when it's wintertime? No, they're just. I think think they just. I think they just hibernate. I think they hibernate. Yeah, because you don't really see them Mm -hmm. once winter comes around. But yeah, alligator hibernation. Oh my gosh, he's got to look it up now. This time of the year, it's kind of the. Oh yeah. They just like stick. Oh, is that from? I've never seen one do it. Where you live? No, no. Oh, it never ices here, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. I mean, it doesn't ice, but it gets cold. Oh, it gets cold, but it, it's not enough to freeze over the lagoon. No, no. Except for that one time, maybe when was it? Twenty eighteen when it snowed. It like, snowed on the bees and everything. Like an inch. That was yeah. that was pretty wild. Well, cool. back in nineteen eighty nine, I think it was. They had three inches of snow on Hilton Head. Mm. You never heard about that. I wasn't alive, so the Marriott in Palmetto Dunes. That was the, yeah, that was the last time it had snow before that time. Yeah, people were snapping pictures and everything. I'm sure. And they had these chairs that were on like a porch. The snow was piled up. It was beautiful, beautiful black and white pictures. That would actually be really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, snow on Hilton Head, especially now with like all the well, the it stuff snowed a couple of years ago because yeah. I took videos to send to my yeah. grandchildren. Or it was like what, like an inch? Inch and yeah. a half. It was pretty good though. Yeah. But it was gone. I remember it was on the beach, which was wild yeah. uh-huh. to see. But it was gone like. Yeah, it went quick. It yeah. was one of those northeasterner storms yeah. that yeah. blew the snow. And I think we might even got more in Bluffton because I had a good you bit did. of my house. And like you could see like my fire pit, how, I mean, it was good. Right. And then my dog was out there just loving it. Just uh, playing on it because he never could see snow. So oh, was, what is this? He was just diving all around. <laughs> so was, when we were kids, we didn't have snow in Greenwood, but it would have those freak snow and it would snow and mm-hmm. it would be like. Real fluffy snow. My mother used to tell us to run outside and with these pan metal pans and put the snow in it. And then she'd come out and sprinkle some sugar and vanilla extract. And we have ice cream. Oh. We had snow cones. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's actually. <laughs> it was wow. delicious. I'm sure. You know, Dixie Crystal sugar and uh-huh. some yeah. uh Vanilla extract stirred up because it wasn't going to last long. Yeah, yeah. And so we had like snow cones of ice cream. We all had our little pans mm. with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how did you get to Hilton Head from Greenwood? What well, brought you here? Well, I moved from South Carolina to Pennsylvania. Well, okay. Along the way, I say a couple of years in New York, in Massachusetts, and came back to South Carolina. I said, mm, this is not going to work for me. And I moved to Pennsylvania and was there until 2000 and came here. Well, when I met my husband, he had already been coming to Hilton Head. Mm-hmm. I grew up in South Carolina, never went, never knew about Hilton Head, right. knew about Myrtle Beach. But, you know, my dad didn't let the girls far from the house, so we never got to 
Myrtle Beach either. Uh, did I tell you I'm one of 18 kids? You, you did not. Um, I, I don't one, know if maybe you told 18. me that. You, you, said, you said you had a big family, but yeah. I didn't know you had yeah. 18. 18 siblings. Yeah, 11 girls and 7 boys. So you do and have you family know who everywhere. ruled. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know who ruled? The girls. Oh, yeah. The girls. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and at church yesterday, it was so wonderful. This couple, they come here every year, school break, and they are from Indiana. They had 12 kids. They took up a whole row behind me. And when, you know how they say in church, turn around and greet, greet everyone, yeah. you know. Yeah. May the Lord be with you, also with you. <laughs> and um, It's a lot of them to go down the line. <laughs> and there were these 12 kids. It was marvelous. The mom and dad, they come here for two weeks every year. Their school break is only one week, but that they come and stay for two weeks. And every year that they come, they come to my church. Mm. And let me just put a little plug in there. Hilton Head Presbyterian PCA, right across from the school campus, elementary school campus. There were 12 kids. I have not seen that many kids yeah. with a family since my family. Yeah, yeah. Just I need, I need to know all the logistics. at one time. Do they fly here? Do they drive? <laughs> Uh, they I didn't. drive two separate vehicles. I didn't. I need to know. Oh, you almost no. need three vehicles. I, I, yeah. Man, that's four no. or five per, yeah. Yeah, but you can rent. Like <coughs> you got a, two parents, too, so it's 14 yeah. of them. So you can rent like a 16-seat van. Yeah. Oh, they could rent. Like I don't, I don't think yeah. they flew. <coughs> I, I think they. Um, that's a lot to fly. To yeah. yeah. Keep everybody together. And do, you yeah. take, do you take like, a, do you rent a van or do you have like two Suburbans or like two Tahoes? Mom yeah. drives one, dad drives yeah. the other. I don't and know. And guess what? All these kids are under 20. Well, I need, I need to know now. Yeah, you never see that anymore. Oh, I, mean, I want Because I thought my mom's one of six, and that to me was always like a huge family. And we I always had big family reunions. I want to take 12 and then 18. <laughs> yeah, it was just so, I just told them, I said, this just makes me so happy. And when I told them I was one of 18, 18. and several of the kids at one time, what number are you? I said, I'm number 15. <laughs> it was Awesome. So we moved down. We came to visit a lot. Right. And um, when my husband had said before I met him that he wanted to move to Hilton Head, South Carolina. So when we started dating, he said, well, if this gets serious, would you be willing to move back to South Carolina? I said, that was my plan all along. I was going to move back and own my family's home, which I did at the time, and uh, live there. So when I came to Hilton Head and we shared a house with some other friends, it was like an investment property. Right. And then we decided to get our own place when we sold that. So in 98, we came here and we purchased. And when I walked in the Dunes Real Estate office, I saw Self Regional Medical Center picture. Mm -hmm. at, they had these big pictures of Greenwood, some of the textile mills. Mm -hmm. There were like 13 textile mills one time in my city, in Greenwood. And there was Self Memorial Hospital, and they were building pouring concrete for the foundation. When I looked at this one picture, I said, my dad is in that picture. No. In the photo. In the photo. My dad was driving the cement truck that... When they poured, he poured the cement into the elevator shaft. That was the photo. My dad had told us about that. And he was a farmer, 
but he also worked in the textile mills. Mm. And he, my dad did a lot of things. That's, <laughs> I think I got that from him. People always say, you've got to be doing something all the time. I said, I do. I just can't be still. My husband said if I was in school now, they would be giving me medication. Yeah. <laughs> I said, see, they didn't have to give you medication back then because kids worked. We did things. We played outside. Mm-hmm. So you don't need all this medication. Yeah. Right. Like and got your energy out because you're working. Yeah. 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 And and out of 18 kids, not a one ever broke a leg or arm. Nothing. We That's climbed impressive. trees. We went fishing. We used to go to the creek and collect tadpoles. I mean, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, go swimming in the fish. There was a fishing camp next to the farm where we were, and there were three holding ponds. So they would feed those ponds where the people would be fishing. Mm-hmm. This, this is a good story, but it's kind of a sad story in a way, because when I was growing up, this is going to tell people how old I am, not how old I think I am, but how old I am physically on the birth certificate. It was during the time of segregation. And so when they would empty those fishing ponds, we'd go play in the ponds. And I couldn't swim. And my brother, to this day, I'm afraid of muddy water because my brother don't teach me to swim. But there would be water moccasins like mm-hmm. on the bank and so forth. So my brother would get my dad's shotgun. And we'd go down to the three holding ponds. And, you know, if there was like, Moccasins out there, he'd pop them, <laughs> and we. And then you go swim. The, yeah. And I yeah. hate. I hate. And snakes. my brother took me out on his back, and I guess I was seven by then. He said, "Today you are going to learn to swim." I said, "No, I can't." And I'm holding on to his neck, and he just turned and flipped me off, and all I saw was muddy water. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, he is beating my chest like a drum. <laughs> I swallowed this oh, water. He's trying to get it out. He's going to make sure he couldn't, he couldn't go home and tell my daddy. No. He, he threw me in the water and I drowned. Yeah. Oh my gosh, for years I had I think that's nightmares. back then, that was swim training, though. You oh, just yeah. throw them in the water and oh, yeah. they'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> sink or swim, baby. Yeah, sink Have or fun. swim. But we, we, we really, really had fun. And so, yes, my dad was in that picture. So when you were. When you were seeing that at the office, yes. were you going there to inquire like on working, or were you all looking no, to buy had, a place? And we you had saw the already photo, had or? a realtor uh, that we had talked to, and I knew what I wanted, and so we went to the office to write up. You know, oh, okay. we, I wasn't here to write up a contract. We just when we went to the office to uh, sign the contract because we came down for vacation, and then we went back. But I saw that photo. Big photo. They used to That's have a wild. lot of big photos mm-hmm. of Greenwood community in the, uh, the rotunda. And so when I saw that, I said, oh, my God. But I couldn't tell which was my dad out there because he looked like y'all. Mm. Get that, John? Did John get that now? <laughs> John is a little slow, but I know you got it immediately. Oh, I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just faces all red now. But, yeah, yeah. So my dad, I I couldn't figure, because they all had on coveralls. Mm. Yeah, they all had on coveralls, and they had on caps. Yeah, my dad was in that picture. Hmm. Because that was the day they poured the concrete for 
the elevator shaft. Yeah. That's kind of wild too, because you're in Hilton Head Island, and there's you know I know Greenwood development, but yeah. there's pictures of Greenwood. Yeah. Like if yeah. somebody walked in nowadays and we had that, they'd be like, "Why do you have what is this in yeah. Hilton Head?" <laughs> you know, it'd be kind of weird to people. Yeah, but, and then but it is cool because it was showing the history of the right, company, and, the history yeah. of the company, and, and the what happened. I went in the office one day, and all the pictures were gone. And I said to Bill Bowen, who broker at that time, I said. Where are all those pictures? I want that picture of my dad there. Yeah, it what was. What they do with them? They just took them. Nobody knows where the uh, picture went. Yeah. That's what they told me. Oh, we don't know. They came in and they took them, just and nobody them. knows where they are. And so I was asking around because I wanted that picture. Yeah, that would have been cool. I even to put in your office or something. Or yes, yeah, yeah, that would have been yes. really cool. Because Greenwood is a beautiful city, great small town. Everybody knows everybody, and. It's just a wonderful place to live. Have you ever? I wonder been? if Bubba and them, yeah. whatever, of like they may have like copies of that stuff just from over the years. I think I asked him yeah, at one time. I guess it's kind of hard. To, he didn't know, yeah. you know, what they did with them because you know, manage they were management mm-hmm. people here then, yeah. and Bubba wasn't here then. What were you asking me have I been where to the actual Greenwood to their to location Greenwood. or just to Greenwood the town. I've been to Greenwood. I used to play yeah. football there, and oh. you know, growing up, we'd always go and up there. Greenwood and Greenwood High would beat you all. No, not at all. Oh, come on. Not at all. Come on. Oh. Now, they, they would beat us before I got before to my junior and senior there. year, but we had very good teams uh, when I was Until John so. got there. No, it had nothing to do with me. We just, I was lucky to be blessed with a very good, good team. team. I mean, we had on our football team, if you calculated everybody, we probably had 12 to 13 people that went and played D1 mm-hmm. football. Yeah. And then we had – Myself included, and three other guys, four other guys that played college baseball, and one of them's pitching in the pro still. Like we had just talent. I don't know yeah. where it came from from that little small town, but it was well. You know, small town. Greenwood might have got us players. once. I can't remember. They oh, always had such a good oh, team. I'm going to go back and do some research. Um, I don't believe that. And ours mm-hmm. might have even have been like you know how they had jamborees growing up, where yeah. it was like you'd play a preseason uh-huh. half or something. It might have even been some of that because we weren't in the same. Regions Let me or tell any you, stuff, there but. are quite a few football players from Greenwood oh, that yeah. are in the NFL right oh, now yeah. and have been in the past. So, a bunch have gone to Clemson and you know yeah, played there. They just yeah. picked up South another guy Carolina from there State University, mm-hmm. South Carolina, and other schools that but are in the NFL. They produce a lot. Oh yeah, of great football players. That's a good sports Greenwood. up there. Well, that Greenwood whole, County. Yeah. <laughs> Let me be very specific. Greenwood County, because you got Lawrence McCormick. Mm-hmm. I mean, all these different counties around there. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a great place. And Greenwood Lake is people do a lot of boating. Oh, and I've been there many times too. Yeah, um, buddy of mine growing up, he was a wakeboarder, mm-hmm. but he actually became like a kind of like professional wakeboarder. Like he went on all the tours, mm-hmm. but his parents had a place up at Lake Greenwood, so he'd go up there, and that's where he kind of practiced. Yeah, so we got to go a lot to his place and spend time at Lake Greenwood. And we've rented some places up mm-hmm. there. It's beautiful. It is. I wouldn't mind getting a place up there and at some point. When you need a good realtor? Family, so. Yeah, probably. I can help you. <laughs> yeah. I'll call you when the time comes. Might be another 20 years, but we'll find a place but, up oh, there. Oh, they have some point. great buys up there. I wish, yeah. we, I wish we had a sister company up there mm-hmm. because I'll tell you right now, there are a lot of opportunities for, like, buying, renovating, and you know, Like almost flipping them. Flipping homes. Yeah, making them nicer and yeah. selling them. Yeah. One of my dreams was to buy homes in Greenwood, and to, uh, because there's a shortage of, like, 
nursing home, people want to stay in their houses. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to renovate the homes and make them all ADA compliant Mm -hmm. where people could live in them and stay home. Mm -hmm. They have family that want to live with them and not have people just be stuck in a nursing home. And there's tons of those homes. If you go to Greenwood, it is the way Greenwood was designed is beautiful. They had all these red brick homes around all of the mills that they had there. They had housing for people that they were live and play in this little town. So when you go up there, I would think it's probably the capital city of the United States for red brick houses. Mm. And they were built well. Yeah. 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 They ain't going to blow away. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no not I don't think so, but it, it is a great. I wish I had some pictures of it that you could put up from my hometown. It, it's a great place. Mm-hmm. And it's only a four-hour drive from here. Yeah. I'm going to have to take a, a weekend trip and go check it out. Oh, yeah. I, I need, I need to like explore it. our state yes. more. South Carolina, yeah. Yeah, to see what the history of yeah. Greenwood is. There's a lot out there. You ever go to Greenville? Uh, golf. Yeah, because like downtown Greenville is much nicer than oh. when I was growing up and stuff. It's it's a really cool place now. Even Spartanburg is much nicer. Oh, yeah. I go home now, and they've got beautiful restaurants and bars, and they revitalize all of downtown. None of that was there when I lived there, but um, there's a lot of places in the state you can go. Yeah, in Greenville, they have – where my aunt used to live, and I spent summers there sometimes. She lived in a house that was really built up, and there was this stream that went along – well, you go there now. That is part of the walking art artist area. Mm. Beautiful area. Greenville has some great, great places. Mm. Oh, I need to go check out Greenville. Oh, too. you would love it. You would love it. Yeah. Yeah. Spend like a weekend, just get a hotel in downtown. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. We had a lady that used to work at the office on weekends. Were you there when she was there? She she um, she only worked on the weekends. Pam? Yeah. Yeah. She mostly worked Sundays when I was Saturdays and Sundays. And she moved to Greenville. Oh, did you? (laughs) I didn't even think I knew where she moved, but I knew she retired. She she didn't really retire. Um, Her husband uh, got a. Oh, is that why they. And they decided they wanted. They loved Greenville, so they decided to move there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people moving there. Yeah, I know here. quite a few people from here. That Somebody have just left Asia's work. Mm-hmm. Worked with her. That she was on maternity leave. They were like, almost like, "Hey, I'm coming back in like a week." And mm-hmm. then they, I think her husband got a job in Greenville, and they're like, "Oh, we're moving to Greenville." So yes. <laughs> now they're having to hire more people. Not coming back. Yeah. So. And I tell you, industry is flowing up there. Mm-hmm. It's just like they said. There's 11 million jobs open, not just for landscapers or people in hospitality. But South Carolina doesn't have enough people with technology, and that's why so many young people are moving here, especially like that Greenville area. Mm-hmm. Charleston has blown up. Charleston will be part of Hilton Head, Bluffton, Savannah. It's going to be one. Uh, to me, I always say, you're going to go from Charleston to Buford. Buford yeah. We're an island, so Bluffton to Savannah, because we can't accommodate all those people on Hilton Head. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be like one town. Be- have oh, you driven out? All those areas. Have you driven it's to keep Buford lately? Mm-hmm. Down 170? <gasps> oh, Every time you drive it, it's different. God. With I, more and more yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was there on Saturday. Um, I was asked to come and speak 
uh, for Robert Small's birthday. Oh. Yes, I was on the panel. And As in Robert yeah. Small's Parkway out there? And yes, yeah. yes. Impressive. And the uh, mayor, along with a group, just purchased Robert Small's home in Beaufort. Beautiful home. It's on the front page of the Island Packet today. Mm. And um, it, they, it, was one, it closed at $1.7 million, and it's going to become part of the National Park Service. Oh. With the federal government, so it will get they will get money to help maintain that. Oh. And is it down near Bay Street and all that, or is it? And you know? oh yeah, and I love those homes. Mm-hmm. If I was going to build a home here, it would have big columns and big porch upstairs. And yeah. I want a porch oh, upstairs yeah. so bad. Yeah. Oh yeah, so just look out at You'd all. Find the them in your neighborhood. Oak trees. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and but you know. In some areas, those type homes are not being built. They're restricted. Yeah. I can't see one of them in Pemetal News. Mm-hmm. If I won the $385 million lottery, I would put in for an oceanfront, you know, antebellum home. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't get it. Not. <laughs> we were walking around uh, Habersham yesterday, uh-huh. and those types of homes, I'm just yeah. like, man, I love the way these look. And then they're like, they're... That like classic like southern yeah. home on the outside, but then inside is like modern like open yeah. concept. I'm just mm-hmm. like, man, if I won the lottery, I want to get a house like this. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't want to win the lottery. I just want to sell more real estate. There you go. Hilton Head in this market. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not a real estate agent, so I need to win the lottery. <laughs> yeah, but you're related to one, right? That's true. <laughs> so that's true. Yeah. So that's what we need to do is be out there, and mm-hmm. I mean, there's opportunity. Like Al Brooke always say, you got to make that opportunity. Mm-hmm. I agree, Daniel. <laughs> I don't know Shout if out to Daniel. Edit. Shout out to Daniel. <laughs> so what? I don't know if he will have you cut that out. Oh, no. It's a shout oh, I can out stay. to Daniel. Oh, it's staying. Yeah. 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 So yeah. to go back to, you saw the photo, you were buying a house. I guess you were buying with Odoon's realtor. How did you get in with Dunes after that? You just, if so, oh, do you want to get a real estate and you went and talked to Bill Baldwin or? Well, I, before we left Pennsylvania, I got my real estate license oh, okay. in 96, and I practiced up there because I have not had a, a job where people give me a paycheck since 1979, have my own business, and then when I met my husband, I started managing his practice, mm-hmm. doing a lot of community service work. I, I have always volunteered, and I love doing a lot of community service. So I said, no. Nah, I am not going to try to get a job because I can't work at eight to five. Someone telling me what to mm-hmm. do. You know, I'm. I've always been very independent, and I said I want to work with Dunes Real Estate because of the family connection. I consider the self family my mm-hmm. family, and because I did work for them. Guess what? Six weeks in one of those textile mills at night. I was still in high school. I worked six weeks at night, and I said, I am not going to work with my hands. I'm going to work with my head mm-hmm. because that clapping and making all that fabric yeah. in that mi- oh, my God. It was hard work. Yeah. It was hard work. So I interviewed Bill Baldwin. When I came in, Bill said, the realtor that I had at the time said, you know, you have to talk to Bill Baldwin. He's tough. I sa- he said, he'll have to interview you to bring you in. I said, okay. So shout out to Bill. I mm-hmm. love Bill and Lisa and the boys. Mm-hmm. And 
I went in Bill's office and sat down, and he said, I forget how he said it, and I said back to him, Bill, I'm here to interview you to see if I want to be here. <laughs> what did he say? He leaned back in his chair, <laughs> and we just had a regular conversation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we talked about all sorts of things. Now he played that card reverse card. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But, oh, well, I have a background in human resources. I had worked yeah. for a major com- uh, pharmaceutical company uh, for six years in uh, human resources. And as I was working my way up from being in a bank and going working in different places, and I was just, like, soaking up everything, and I said, one of these days, every job I ever wanted, I got. I was never turned down for a job I wanted. And I said, I want to be on that other side of the desk. So I had a girlfriend working for, it was called Star Dental at that time, then Syntex Pharmaceutical in California, bought them out. And she said, Mary, I think there's a perfect job here for you. And she said, you should apply for this job. It was Assistant Director of Human Resources. Mm. So went in, and it we had... Um, we manufactured dental equipment. And at that time, a lot of companies were merging, so they bought out a plastic injection plastic place up in Connecticut, brought that down to Montgomery County in Pennsylvania. And uh, they had a dental manufacturer. All, they had three plants up in uh, western, like Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and all those areas. We had a plant in Mexico, and we had... Um, one in Mexico, and they paid, that company at the time paid the same salary in Mexico that they were paying to the people here in the United States and in Puerto Rico. Mm. Yep. And so Syntex Pharmaceutical owned uh, eyeglass companies, and I mean, they just had a variety. So I was there, and from there I went to the oil industry, the best job I ever had. And I was hiring people, and they only hired engineers that graduated from certain schools. So right. when we would advertise in the Wall Street Journal for engineers for the pharmaceutical and the dental manufacturing, if you weren't from certain schools, I just put all those resumes aside. They didn't even consider anyone that didn't come from hmm. three different schools that wow. they wanted. We had a lot of uh, Interesting. Peop- engineers from India, mm-hmm. Yeah, even way back then. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I moved on to become administrative assistant to the president of Penn Central Energy, which was out of New York. And we had the pipelines along the East Coast, mm-hmm. Oklahoma, California, refinery, and so forth. Best job in the world. Oh. Even better than being a realtor? Oh, yes. It was the best job in the world because they gave me a car. I had my own American Express card. And when my boss interviewed me, the, the guy in human resources said, I don't think that you will, you know, fit in here. I said, and what is that supposed to mean? He said, well, this guy has gone through three assistants this year, and I don't know if you would fit in with him. I said, well, I want the interview with him anyway. I went in. The guy was from Scotland. He came from Gulf Oil up in Canada. We sat down. And we talked, and he said, uh, 
if I asked you to go get me a cup of coffee, this was doing the women's movement, mm-hmm. would you go get it? I said, sure. I'd ask you what you like in it also. And I said, and then I turned the question on him. I said, if you were walking down towards the kitchen and I asked you to bring me a cup of coffee, would you bring me one? He said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, can you be a queen bee? I said, yes. <laughs> because you know, being the president, he had all these junior executives. Mm-hmm. Everybody's clamoring to get to the top. The yep. oil industry was booming. We were doing business with Iran then and met a lot of foreign people in both the pharmaceutical industry and also from in the oil industry. A lot of people from the Middle East we were doing business with. Mm-hmm. And they were great people. I mean, I met some really great people, people from China. Um, and they were doing business with China way back then, too. It just wasn't publicized like it is now. But um, then I met my husband, and uh, he wanted to move here, and that's how I got to Hilton Head. And I interviewed Bill, and Bill said, it's a go. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably a good way to talk to Bill, too, or to, oh, oh, yes, to break the ice. Because like you said, he can he could be a little intimidating oh, oh, if you Bill just let was, him just, yeah. Bill was intimidating, but, you know, yeah. all the experience I had behind me, I was confident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't going to just sit there and interview me, and I just said to him, I'm, I'm here to interview you, too. Yeah. See if I want to be here. Because Bill was still there when I first came and had, yeah. but luckily for me, I didn't even know I was interviewing. Like, JR just brought me to the office. Yeah. And luckily, I was just like, okay, we're just talking. Like, kind of like you. Wait, I so met I was, you at Enterprise. Oh, yeah. 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 I used to rent a car to every single realtor on the island. Yeah. And JR happened to reach back out and we, we kind of got Jeff. together. Mm-mm. Oh, it was JR. JR was my original. He, uh-huh. he said, well, why don't you come to lunch and I'll just tell you the good, the bad, everything you want to know. You can uh-huh. ask questions. And then he just said, hey, I work for Dunes Real Estate. Do you want to come see the office? Mm-hmm. Which at the time, Paul Daniels were renting from us all the time. We had to like pick him up from yeah. the, the Yeah. So I remember the office just from like pulling in and sometimes I'd have to go get him. Most of the time we'd have a driver, but if we were short staff, I'd go pick him up. Um, and so like I started piecing in, like I know a lot of these people. Yeah. And then he's like, well, just come I on by and check it out. Babe. Yeah. And Bill Baldwin was still there. And so yeah. next thing you know, he's like, just go sit in the conference room. I'm in, uh, yeah. Bill wants to come in and chat with him. Next thing Bill sits down, shuts the door. I'm like, uh Oh, <laughs> I'm know, not prepared. I no. always thought he had the radio voice, but I said, this guy's going to do great. Cause I told Jeff, Hunt, I said, Jeff, he's going to do great. I said, he has that voice and has that personality, that big old smile. Yeah. The voice might not help me in real estate. But no, but it helps but then, you with this podcast. Yeah, yeah. But then Jeff came in then later because they basically said, like, yeah. you know, we, we don't, we're not going to take as a brand new agent because mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't know anything, anything. It didn't have family in real estate, nothing. And that's when they said Jeff and Bill and those guys were yeah. looking to maybe grow a team. So that's yeah. the only avenue. And I, I just jumped at that. But, oh, yeah. And but he Bill was Ballin, always he was, studying. Oh, my. God. Yeah. So. Then I found out he was. Clemson Tiger. <laughs> what you, I made you. You made me a Gamecocks fan. No, oh. no. You know that far and away. He says it ain't. You made me a um, hand, handmade coaster with Clemson, with Clemson on it. That was yeah. very nice. That's, that's, why, that's why he's got the orange cable on his mic. Yep. Oh, yeah. that's why he has the orange cable. Yeah. You know that. Which South Carolina credit to them. They won the national championship last night. Women's yes, basketball. Yes, so women's we'll basketball. We'll Yay. Yeah. Is the men's done yet, or is it still going? Men's is tonight. Who is in it? 
Kansas versus North Carolina. Yeah. Oh, my God. I feel sorry Boring. for Duke. I, you know, I always like Duke. Yeah, that Duke-UNC game was Saturday night, Duke. though. Coach K's last game, they hated rivals. North Carolina yeah. had just beat them at his final home game, so right. it was their chance right. for redemption and to go to the National Championship and hopefully maybe win it his last season. Uh-huh. And North Carolina beat him again uh, in a close game. But let but, me tell you, ooh. that Kansas, I don't watch that stuff. My husband is an addict for sports. But when I saw that Kansas City guys, they were showing like some pictures afterwards. I said, Kansas is going to win. They're wow. gonna, they're gonna go up. That Kansas is tough. Oh, and they've blown everybody out. Oh, the they're gonna, blow, you know, closest game they had was they were down at half one game, and then they mm-hmm. ended up winning by twenty something points. They <laughs> so, are hungry. Yeah, they, you know, good. they, they are hungry, and North Carolina is hungry they've also. Just, they've gotten so hot. I don't know if yeah. they had people come back from injury, but they weren't that. They were eight seed, so they mm-hmm. like they had some great season. They've just gotten on fire. Yes. So you and got some really hot team versus probably. I would assume, but probably uh-huh. just a better, more talented team. So I think we'll you just got to want it. They want it so bad. Mm-hmm. And it when those two teams play, it is going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm not going to watch because I'm one of these people. I'm not going to watch it either. I can't stand My I na- get, neighbors went to Kansas. He's a diehard Kansas uh, fan. So I'll probably watch it with him tonight. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You can't stand what? I can't stand to watch it when a team lo- – I always uh, kind of go with the like, one that wins – at the end, yeah. So I don't have a. I do have some clients. It's North hard to Carolina. watch sometimes when you see those guys fighting every yeah. tooth, everything they have, oh and then they lose, and you're and just then like, they're mm. like jumping. And I thought the guy was just going to rip the bat. The what do you call those things? The the, with the baseball, because you know, you know, I'm not in the sport. Ba- the backboard? The, no, the the. Where the ball goes in the hoop. The hoop. Oh, the rim. <laughs> the rim. Yeah. The goal. They are like. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. they're going to pull that out. Yeah. Remember Charles Barkley? Mm-hmm. He used to break those backboards. Mm-hmm. Shaq, too. Oh, yeah. 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 Jordan even broke one. He wasn't even that big, but he broke one at one point. Mm-hmm. That you don't was... see it as much anymore, though. No, because they the day, have. you'd see people oh, yeah. them. They, they definitely <laughs> fixed that issue. They yes. Definitely. Like, how can we solve this? <laughs> Make it more After durable. After they fixed it, the, yeah, they but fixed it. But it was cool that. to see when it happened. <laughs> Oh, so, I'm uh, sure it had to stop the game. I mean, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll get all the glass off the court. But. And Tom Brady is back. Yay! Yeah, you're a Tom Brady fan? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. His coach just retired. Yes, he right did. Right after he announced he was coming back. So it's just, I man, wonder that's what happened, happened there. I don't know. Uh, he said part of his decision to step down was Brady coming back. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, saw, I saw that somewhere online. Look. What do you mean? Like, he just. Like, he was like, yeah. I love Tom yeah. Brady. I think he's a great guy. Tom Great. He is not flashy. He's not. I don't like all these guys out here, like all flashy and everything. Yeah. Tom Brady like is. It. Yeah. He's, Just get the job done. Yeah. And, yeah. Get the job done. He was and, retired for what, like three weeks? If that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what a great retirement. I think everybody kind of <laughs> probably knew deep down, like, well, it's probably not the last week. Yeah. How old is he now? He's like 44. Yeah. Uh, 40, 30, 40, How old did Favre right? play till? Probably oh, less than that. Great. Oh, he yeah. was great. Too. He's probably he, he forty-two. Just seemed, he just seemed like he was just like his last year. He seemed like he was just. Old. He looked much older than Tom Brady does. Yes. Right now. Yeah. But Tom yeah. Brady at this point, he either was the same age or or younger. I would get. I don't. I don't think Favre played till he was like forty-five or forty-six. I mean, yeah. it, he was probably like forty-two when he Look, retired. Let me tell you, those guys when they wake up in the morning, they have to shovel them out of the bed. Oh, they, their bodies are imagine. so bad. Couldn't imagine. They I couldn't imagine like um, 
back in the day, like Nolan Ryan pitched till he was like 46. Mm-hmm. He was still throwing. He, he was still he throwing was like high 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every, I mean, but he would every time he pitched, he would pitch seven, eight, nine innings. Pitchers today pitch four, five, six innings, and mm-hmm. he was up there just. 46 years old, yeah. still throwing no hitters. I'm like, how could you possibly? I go play softball one night. I can't lift my arm. Well, you don't train every day. And that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. You got to be still, training. You got to be in the ice whoo. tub. I mean, like, right now, if you were to, like, tear your ACL, you'd be toast for, like, eight, I'd nine months. Yeah. Or, so like, a year or longer. Those dudes have, can, like, yeah. yeah. Their recovery time is, full like, training thing yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't as good as like it is nowadays back yeah. then. I mean, you had trainers, but nowadays it's uh, like Tom Brady can, his body's probably just. I mean, yeah, he, but he also probably eats like. Oh yeah, he's on a only the absolute diet. best and. Oh yeah. He doesn't eat junk. Yeah, yeah. He does not touch. Which I wouldn't junk. either if I had Everything money like that. Everything is organic that he eats. And I have a personal yeah. chef and yeah. make me the best possible pot garden, food pot garden, and a pot garden. <laughs> For many different activities. <laughs> and grow you some chickens in the backyard. Get yeah. your protein. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Josh Gordon had a placard. That doesn't surprise me. That's that probably why he got me. suspended so many times. Yeah. But, yeah. I might it, have to cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better cut that part yeah. out. Well, you might be lying. I told you about my family that owns the farm in Orangeburg. They, Are they no. growing pot? Mm-hmm. They were one of the 20... They had, you know, their company was Carolina Fresh Farms, but they had a sodding yeah. company. But then it's kind of like landscaping. They can do pavers mm. and fire pits. And, but then they were one of the 20-something that were accepted in yeah. South Carolina to grow that for CBD. So they've been selling yeah. nothing but, like, CBD oil, gummies, all this stuff. But, I mean, they have, like, a full-on warehouse oh, yes. where it's growing. But that's the thing. Once, the, mm-hmm. once it's legalized, I don't I know what not. the plans would I be. But not. if it was... They have an entire facility ready to go. Like, they're way ahead of the game from anybody trying to catch up. And probably way ahead of look, even 15 of the other farmers because they just don't have the... Look, let me tell you what's going to happen. The they legalize it. If it gets legalized all across the United States, all people have to do is put them a pot on the porch and grow their own. They won't have to buy it. Government yeah, thinking they're going to make a whole bunch of money. That's true. Anybody can grow pot. You get a little greenhouse basement with yeah, some Yeah, I don't know land. where it's going to go, but... But I think that that's where that's it's going to go. It could you, be. How can you keep it all just like, look at all the wine companies and the beer makers now, all of these. Anybody can start a business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, my son is uh, thinking about making some moonshine mm. legally. He's toying with the idea of doing all of his research because he knows how to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't take much to make it. You just got to be regulated so you don't yeah, make anybody yeah. sick. And I think we should have some very strenuous laws with regards to that mass production. But mm-hmm. if you grow uh, some marijuana in a pot in your backyard and nobody sees it, just cut it, hang it upside down. Yeah. I watch that stuff on TV. You know, you can learn anything on if you okay. go to Google, and Google can tell you how to make anything. <laughs> yeah, we were curious but, how you knew so much. <laughs> well, I know so much because at one time, I did work for a police department. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet he saw some stuff. Yeah. I've been a trailblazer. Yeah. And when like it comes it. to getting jobs, because when I, I always loved the law. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like 21 when I was living in Pennsylvania, and uh, they were 
trying to hire women to be in communications. This was in the suburban area of Philadelphia. To be in communication, you know, dispatcher that. And um, they had the job in the paper, and I said, oh, I would love to do that, and they paid for the education. I never paid for education. Every job I ever had, that back then, companies paid your tuition. You all probably too young to remember that. Mm-hmm. But companies used to pay. You had insurance through the company, very low rates if you had any at all. Then they also paid for tuition reimbursement, I always talk my way into getting mine first, so I wouldn't have to get reimbursed. I negotiated that with a couple of companies because <laughs> I was attending Villanova, and that was, uh-huh. you know, it was cheap back then, but ne- I mean, but Still back then it was not cheap. Correct. Yeah. And so uh, you agree to stay with the company for so long, and they would reimburse you. Hmm. If you left before that time, you reimbursed them. And they paid for your books, everything. Wow. So there was opportunity. But now, I don't know many companies that are doing that oh, because, yeah. you know, taxes are high. you yeah. got to pay more salary and so forth. But I interviewed for the job, and the sergeant said to me, if you can make it 90 days, then they won't be able to run you out of the communication room. They had two women. One had... Lasted the longest she lasted was six weeks. The other one after a couple of weeks because they were all men in the communications because you dispatch fire and police. Mm-hmm. And as a woman, you had to also when they were arrest a woman because they had no female police officer. I mean, I many nights I had to go with the police department when they were arresting women, and then take them to Norristown to the county jail mm-hmm. and so I mean these guys were tough but I kept telling them 11 girls 7 boys I'm used to boys men and I said you ain't got nothing I haven't seen and because we were in the farmhouse 16, 14 kids and 2 adults 3 bedrooms now they gotta have a bedroom for every child mm-hmm. it's the law now you can't put well, it was girls in bedroom, boys in the bed. Mm-hmm. And so um, I stayed there, and I started going to Harkham College, and they paid my tuition. I chose the night shift, and then um, I worked on weekends. And whenever they would have like a drug burst, bust, rather, and they would call me sometime through o'clock in the morning when I was off duty, well, we have these women here, and they have to be searched. And they couldn't do that. They mm-hmm. didn't do that. They didn't search any women. Before that, they would have, like, nurses on call to search women. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yes. Because if you had uh, women you were arresting and the guys are patting oh, yeah, them yeah, down yeah. and – Having them to bend over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, makes 100% that. sense. Yeah. yeah. So um, it, 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 it was a, a great opportunity to learn those things and learn about the law. But when I said I was a trailblazer, there were many jobs I went to, interviewed, got the job, and surpassed all of the guys discriminated against the women. I, I was told I was taking a man's job. Mm. This one guy, this one 
little sergeant who did not like the idea of women being in the communication room at all. You're taking a man's job. I said, oh, women aren't supposed to eat, feed their children either. I mean, it was tough, but I was never so disrespectful that they could write me up. Mm-hmm. And I had this wonderful uh, uh, lieutenant that was there that was over the whole operation. And we used to sit and have conversations. And after 90 days, I went from that yellow slip to a full-time employee. I walked in that communication room, and I said to the guys, I want to tell you all something. I am full-time now. I passed the test. Can't take it no more. Crap. I didn't use this C word. I used the S word. Off of you guys anymore. It's <laughs> dropping the hammer. Because... I, 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 I was the best. Yeah. I was the best. They had, and this was way back when, mm-hmm. when Lower Marion Township still had that thing you push in to it, board lit up, and you push that in to. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Yep. Yep. Mm hmm. Yep. It's so amazing. it was tough time. So yeah. I figured I can do any job. Yeah. Real estate was just using my personality and learning about. Mm-hmm. the law and contracts. But the one big difference from real estate in Hilton Head and Pennsylvania was MLS and the Association of Realtors all one mm-hmm. up there. You pay one fee. And their contract in Pennsylvania was 14 pages legal size. And at that time, they had those carbon copy sheets. Mm-hmm. You all know about that, right? You heard about it. You guys don't know a lot about old time. But we had three copies and you had to write hard enough to get oh, through so the copy. To yeah. the buns below, yeah. And then they went to the took the we carbon copy out and then put the what's called the paper where you just write on it goes through like mm-hmm. what we have now. Yeah. And they always had um, when I moved down here I was shocked that there was no seller disclosures when I moved here. And I said, where's the seller disclosure? The, the seller is supposed to disclose. Mm-hmm. They didn't that have didn't that here, in 2000. Hmm. Right. And they didn't have agency. And I said, I have to work as an agency because why am I going to work for someone and not get paid because yeah. they can just walk away? Yeah. And uh, so shortly after that, they had agency and seller disclosures. We didn't know so what was it, it like an honor system almost before that? Yes. Like you just trusted people to be yes. like, yeah, I'll pay you. And In 2000. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with the house. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, because they didn't have that. Yeah. You couldn't do agency. Now things have changed. People have gotten more sophisticated. Everybody is on the internet doing their research about real estate. So when they come to you, like we always say in the meetings, they have already mm-hmm. seen the houses. And they think they're smarter than realtors. There's still a lot of people think they're, they know our business better than us. We do it every day. And uh, I've, I've had people sort of like walk away because they want to tell me that I sh- they, I, they want it done their way. I said, I have to do it the legal way. Mm-hmm. I stick by the book. And um, if you want to work with me, I'm going to give you the best service there is because if you see me riding around town, my tag on my car says to serve, and that's what I do yeah. for my clients. A matter of fact, I'm going to be going to help one of my clients to cover some bar stools this afternoon. 
Yeah. Love and beyond. I have the equipment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I go beyond. Yeah. I go beyond. Yesterday, at the at, at one of my clients was sitting at the table uh, with some other people that didn't know me. And so she said, and her husband said also, if you all want somebody to give you service afterward, you need to know Mary. So if you're going to buy a cell, you need to know yeah. Mary. And one person, uh, this other couple came up and uh, to meet us, and they said, oh, we just bought a house in Palmetto Dunes. And I said, oh, who was your agent? One guess. In Palmetto Dunes? In our office. Jeff Hunt. Jeff Hunt. <laughs> Jeff Hunt. <laughs> and I told him, I said, his name is my Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> I said, he's my Jeff. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah. Great guy. They love Jeff. Yeah. I put a shot in there for Jeff. Yeah. Which he he'll doesn't need. He doesn't need He doesn't need, he doesn't need mine. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good to know. I mean, I've yeah. seen him helping you yeah. and you going and, to him. And and yes, and I always tell people, I say, you know, Dunes Real Estate is a family. We're not a real estate company. When we're together on paper, legally, we're a company. Mm -hmm. But the one thing that I've known in being here since 2000, mm -hmm. we're a family. Everybody that comes in, if you don't fit into the family, I don't think you're going to be there long because we help each other. Yeah. That is the one thing. It's not, I'm not going to help that person because they might do better than me. But Correct. once you help people, it always come back to you. And you to serve. And we're always there to help each other. Mm-hmm. And, I, and that's what I really love about our company mm -hmm. is that we are a family. Yep. And we will help each other out. And plus, I mean, Daniel just feeds us so much stuff. And, you know, when you get to be an older person like me, I'm not, well, no. you know, like I said on paper. But the one thing that our company provides, there is nothing. I tell people there's nothing that you can ask for that you can't get help on. Mm -hmm. And we get all of this information that we may never use, but the opportunity is there to learn from it. Mm -hmm. And that is and so important. Yeah. Because I hear other realtors, and I know a lot of other realtors, and they complain, well, you know, nobody in the office want to help you. It's like they want to do better than you or whatever. I said, I couldn't work in a place oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. No. It's, it's got to be, we're one big team, we're one big family, and we're there to help each mm -hmm. other. And I think that's why Dunes does so well, yeah. is because people know our reputation. And other realtors from other companies say, you know, I wanted to come with Dunes, and um, I couldn't get in. And I'm just saying to myself in my mind, you probably wouldn't be a good fit, because you got to be in that environment. you got to want that environment. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. And I think the majority of our people have the mindset of, because you see the ones that give back, and, mm -hmm. which have to, and you know, I have many that I've called on over the year. Mm -hmm. and their business is always improving. Yeah. They're not worried about, because they know, hey, and it's like you said, you give and you get in return. Right. Because they know, hey, I'm giving my time. I'm trying to help bring somebody else yes. up. So not only my. Are they getting better? Yes. But it's helping me be better as yes. well. Yes, so. yes. And we do a lot in the community. Mm. Like right now, um, we're do helping Palmetto Dunes Cares, which is the nonprofit for Palmetto Dunes. They're mm -hmm. having a food drive for Sandalwood, yep. one of the food banks. And I asked them, I said, just send me the notice. 
I'll pass it on. And now there's food in the hallway. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be turning it over to them yeah. this weekend. And and then we did another one not too long ago for um, Gloria's Church mm-hmm. was collecting. And last year we had, year before last, we had a, a drive for supplies for the schools over at Hilton Head. And I asked if we could participate, and it was wonderful. My church was spearheading this, and I said, I want to put a little note up in my company, and we needed supplies for the school because they have like a little store at the high school, the middle school, and the elementary school for, I mean, there are kids that come to school that said their clothes are dirty because they don't have laundry detergent. They don't have toothpaste. They don't have toothbrushes. And we're supplying all of these needs, and that helped us as well, that we are not just for ourselves. We want to lift up our community Mm -hmm. and help people. And that is what I think is very special as well. And there are other companies out there. You see some trucks driving around with people's Mm -hmm. pictures on them. And I said, I wonder if we should get a truck. Nah. Well, with gas away, it is. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Either. Yeah, I wonder how many moves they're gonna make with all Ooh. that. <laughs> you start doing the enterprise rental car. You gotta bring it back with a full tank. <laughs> Figure it out. Yeah, yeah. God, even my little car. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I only like to get gas where I get points and get discount on my gas. Yeah, like I got Kroger gas. I was gas over in Buford. Gotta buy groceries yeah. to get gas. Bro. So I said. Okay, uh, I need some gas. I might get stuck in traffic coming back to Hilton Head on a Saturday afternoon. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and I said, okay, I'm going to stop here. Get some. I'm just going to get a little bit. Get $25 worth. It was only like six gallons. And I'm like, oh, it didn't even go that far. I already had some. It only went barely over the halfway mark. Yeah. My little car, I mean, it's like. Fifty-some dollars to fill it up, yeah. and and what just breaks my heart is because I know there's so many workers coming over to the island, and they have to probably put a gallon going and a gallon coming back mm-hmm. because they just can't afford those prices. Yeah, and they keep, and keep their cars up. It is crazy out yeah. there. And then sitting in traffic on top of it. Yes, yeah. especially like in that morning. And if you're leaving here like between three thirty. To five o'clock, don't try to get off the island. Yeah, yeah. always busy. Yeah, every day. Yeah, is my life. Yeah. So, um, what we're doing, and a lot of people, I have a small group I meet with at church. We're buying gift cards to give to people that we know to help in the community, mm. so they can go and and get some gas. Mm-hmm. People are breaking down on the highway, and then they come and give you like a gallon of gas, so you get home yeah but um i wish we could promote in this area more public transportation Mm -hmm. and have some of the companies to help subsidize the workers that would use it park and ride off island Mm -hmm. and then shuttle them in i've been talking about that yeah since before i moved here and because even just to help with lower traffic Mm -hmm. you get that yeah less cars Mm -hmm. with Everybody's in one car individually for the mm-hmm. most part. It's not a whole lot of carpooling, I don't think, here. No. So, uh, yeah, and when I lived in Pennsylvania. you get a few of those running with 
Yeah. 30, 40 people on there. I mean, that's right. a few hundred cards extra off the road right. uh, every morning. So Because we had a lot of people coming from Philadelphia to Montgomery County um, when I was working for the pharmaceutical company. And the company, the person who had two or more people in their car, the company helped subsidize them mm-hmm. so that they wouldn't have people be late for work. Because the person who had the car, it it I paid for his car. Because I remember my friend, his name, George Wallace. <laughs> a lot of people know who George Wallace is. But my good friend, he was a supervisor in our manufacturing plant. He had five people in his car every day driving from Philadelphia. It paid for his I'll car. I bet. bet. Yeah. Because these people... You know, public transportation wasn't that great to come out there then. Mm-hmm. And he had five people in his car. The company gave him an incentive, cash incentive, to be uh, carpooling. And they used to push that a lot in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. to carpool. Yeah. But now you see one person in a car. doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. If I lived off island and I was working a nine to five, I would be recruiting people to ride and pay for my car. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even just rotate. Everybody take a day. And well, some people don't have cars. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. They, these people didn't have cars. They would have to take public transportation. Mm-hmm. So he would pick them up in the morning, bring them. Whenever he was going to be on vacation or have to take time off, there were other people that carpooled from the mm-hmm. city as well out to the suburbs, and uh, they would do it, yeah. cover them that way. But there are a lot of things we could do here. We don't promote carpooling at all. No, no. Never hear it at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what the companies are doing, um, like in the hospitality industry and so forth, but uh, I don't hear anyone saying that mm-hmm. they're promoting that in their companies. Yeah. So it will help people. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to carpool to church. Yeah. <laughs> I want to call up a few people. You want to go to church? Yeah. I'll, take, I'll carpool you. Yeah, I'm, carpool. I'm on the island. <laughs> Yeah, get get them some transportation and save them at the same time. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right, Mary, are you ready for the tough questions of the day? These are, these what? are the hard hitting journalistic questions that our <laughs> that our viewers want. Okay. Yes. Are you golf or tennis person? I dabble in both. Dabble in both. That's that's the first. That's the first. Both we've gotten. Oh yes, yes. I'm known for my tennis outfits. And my golf outfits. John? <laughs> Am I up? Yep. Uh, that was cool. We, we normally rotate these. Oh, um, John is not with us this morning. John, you need some more coffee? I need some more. I told you, I, he didn't sleep much last night, so I'm, I'm, oh. I'm running on empty today. But, Bless his um, heart. Yeah. He's, uh, what was wrong? Um, favorite restaurant on the island? Alexander. Right in PD? Mm-hmm. It's a good choice. Yep. It's good. Yes. Good choice. Close walk. Yep. True, Be- yeah. <laughs> beach or boat. Yeah, if you have a little too many drinks. Oh, you say the beach or boat? Beach or boat. Oh, it's got to be the beach. I'm not a big water person. Remember, I told you my brother almost oh, yeah, drowned yeah. me. Mm-hmm. I go over to Defusky mm-hmm. on the ferry. I always sit on the life jackets. I told him I need two. I need two. One for here and one for here. Keep me afloat. <laughs> um, st- steak or seafood? If you have uh, to. Well, 
I would have to say it is a tie between Chilean sea bass and steak out at Longhorn. Oh. Mm. I love Longhorn mm. steak. They, they make good, good steak. Good steaks. Yeah, I'm there so much that they give me these cards to come back to get a really? free appetite. <laughs> well, if you're there, you get a free appetizer every time. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I definitely need to go get some food. Yeah, maybe switch that up. Oh, they have good steak <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. I haven't been Longhorn in a while. I need to go. Oh, yes. It's been a couple of years for me, but I used to go more. But. And I love their manager out there. His the employees are so friendly. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't go out there a whole, whole bunch. Yeah. But whenever I'm out there, my grandson and I, he, he loves steak. Mm-hmm. So we go out there. We've just been doing, we're more to-go people now. So we mm-hmm. do like Outbacks right down the road. We do Outback to-go like all the time. Mm. So we don't have to go, like, go sit down and do all that, especially with the base. So it's just easy. Like, oh, you put them cook? down and get, oh, yeah. I got a little egg. Oh, you got one of the eggs? Mm-hmm. You need a flat, I used it yesterday. You need a flat top griddle. Oh, no. I've Do you have an air fryer? We don't, actually. Oh, uh, you don't given, have an air fryer? I've oh, given, my goodness. I've I given, like, three air fryers as, as Christmas gifts, but I don't have one Bro, myself. You get you the need. Ninja Foodie. If no, you don't no, want no. a great big, I have the Ninja yeah, Foodie. Yeah, need to get one of those. Vegetable. Salmon. I buy salmon, the whole slab. Then I go up to the counter. If you buy it when it's whole, it's much cheaper. Mm-hmm. So I go up there and say, could you cut this for me, please? And then I take it home, season it. Put it in the freezer. Same thing with chicken, beef. Come home. Put it in the air fryer. Yeah, yeah. Done. I hear there. Best bacon. Cooker. Air fryer, and you need a flat top. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just made. Um, I know a few other people have flat top. Chicken, love it. Uh, chicken and like steak hibachi the other night. Oh. Um, family came over, and I cooked. Basically, I filled the entire top of the griddle up with rice. Yeah. And basically made it like you would go to, like, you know, hibachi yeah. restaurant. And ah. made, it, made it just like that. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Okay. Or you have, like, people over for breakfast. You throw, like, 12, 14 eggs on there. You fry them all up at the same time. Bacon on there and at the same time, too. Knock it all out. Yeah. Yeah, that bacon grease on oh. those eggs, right? Oh, oh man. There's, there's mm-hmm. nothing better. And then yeah. you don't have to re-season the top of the griddle. You just use That's the bacon right. grease. Take pa- right. paper towel, wipe it on top. Boom, now it's seasoned. You just... Yep. Let it go. It won't rust. You know what I think you should do? Start a cooking show? You should. Bring, that sounds good. <laughs> bring it into the office and demonstrate it for oh. us for a week. Yeah. For a week. Good. All breakfast food one week, and then the mm. next week do a dinner and let us all eat it. And Wait. And who's going to take all the photos of the listings, though, if I'm, if I'm cooking all day? No, you're not. You're going to be cooking breakfast. You, oh, you make, oh, so I had to come yeah. before. Oh, yeah. Get yeah. there early. Cook. For, okay. And we okay. show up, eat. Yeah, yeah. people in the office, and then you could do, like, dinner so we can get the recipes, and then we'll be convinced to buy that. Oh, you know what we can do? I'll bring it in. Because these, I've got 25-foot cables on these. We can do a podcast yes. while I'm cooking. Yes. And I'll supply you the apron like I did your mask. Wasn't that a cool mask? It was a cool mask. Oh, man. He had cameras on his She mask. She made me a custom mask with cameras on my mask. Yeah. Yeah. I got so, I got so uh, many. Because uh, I'm a photographer. Yeah. 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 No, I was, my mind went somewhere else. Like, <laughs> Like built-in cameras, and I'm like, why would you need that? But yeah, yeah I see what you're saying. I'll make That's you. Cool. Hey, I'll make you. I'll make you an apron, and it'll be the same material with all these different cameras on it. All right, now now we have to have a special episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm with that. Yeah. Okay. Any more hard questions? 
That's all I got. Uh, I guess yeah, I, I answered everything yeah. already, yeah. right? Get something to eat. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to go <laughs> and get some more coffee. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you oh, coming I appreciate on. It's been a time we learned a lot. Mary, where, where can everybody find you? Plug your socials, your website. Okay. I'm going to give my phone number first. Go ahead. My phone number is out there. People say, I don't give you a phone number. I said, why not? It's all over the internet. It's Mary Amanetti, A-M-O-N-I-T-T-I. But if you just type, just Mary, 843-540-4901. My email is Mary H H I Realtor at gmail.com. And just go to Dunes Real Estate website and type in Mary. Two will come up, but you will know the Mary, this Mary. The one, the only. The one and only. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, it was awesome. such a privilege to be here this yeah. morning. Mary, thank you for joining us. It was, it was a blast. Yeah. Um, you know, I got up. I had my hair all curled and everything, makeup perfect. And then you put these things on my head. <laughs> I cannot believe that. Uh, I want the stuff they have on the news where you just put the little thing in your ear. Daniel. Daniel. we got to step up our game. Now, we, uh, I mean. Can we up the podcast production budget? What do I look like with this on my head? You look fine. You look fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you we guys will say anything. No. <laughs> I mean, he looks a little dopey, but. <laughs> well, we know. Yeah. If he didn't get the pot question, we know he's not awake yet. <laughs> Maybe mine's not even on. <laughs> Maybe that's why I can't hear it. John's but in a dream right now. Fun. When can I do it again? I want to do it often. I mean, we'll get you as a special guest on the one where he's yeah. cooking. So that'll yeah. be the next yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be in. We have that beautiful kitchen upstairs. Mm hmm. We do. Yes. Beautiful kitchen. You bring that grill in just one day. We'll do a podcast. And I'm going to be your assistant. Okay. And we'll have John on there, too. By the way, shout out to Amanda for designing that kitchen. Oh, Amanda designed that? Yeah. Amanda picked everything out. Awesome. Hey, Amanda, wherever you are. She also did the (laughs) bathrooms, too. Well. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, we love the kitchen now. We love the kitchen. I love the kitchen. I love that refrigerator. Oh, oh refrigerator. my goodness. And thank you, Amanda, for ordering that new coffee pot. Mm-hmm. I do not have to have, I'm giving mine to the Salvation Army or Goodwill. Oh, that industrial Keurig? I had Keurig? my own little Keurig in my office. Yeah. So we had to start buying our own little Keurigs because... You know, COVID was here and nobody was coming in the office. Didn't want to make a whole, I don't like to waste. I don't like to waste anything. So I bought a little Keurig and I'm going to give it to someone else that they could use. Yeah, but that that one we have now is awesome. I didn't even know they made industrial Keurigs like that. That's that's mm, cool. It's like mm. hardwired into uh, the water. Yeah, the water. So you don't have to fill the tank. Yeah. Yeah, for someone like me who drinks a lot of coffee. Yeah. I could have one of those at home. Yeah, we, we need to have a coffee podcast now, too. Mm-hmm. So we'll have a cooking one. Yeah. We'll do one about coffee. Yeah, get Bill Kelly talking line. about how he, you know, Oh, my God. Himself. I got my sports podcast. We got go. all, we got, we're covering a lot of topics. So. Yes, yes, yes. So what other topics did you cover that I haven't heard? Okay. Tell me a little bit about Pete. Well, Pete? Well, you can hear his episode. I think that's. We're is a little, it up? Is we're, it up we're a little late on that one. I think it's going to come out today or tomorrow. Oh, good, good, good. Then yeah. I want to hear that. I need to hear it too. Yeah, yeah. I, I love how yeah, Pete talks about real estate, gives you some great tips 
yeah. on how to do things. See, that's what I'm talking about. Our company. We ended up we talking about golf for a uh, little while. Pete is over at the Masters today. Is he? Yeah, he's, he's going to be there this week. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tiger is playing. Lucky man. Yeah. We, we talked about Tiger for a little while. Yeah. Well, he's out there. Uh, he's hitting the ball well, but he doesn't think he can walk 18 holes. Oh, really? Yeah, we need to yeah. have another Heritage podcast, too. Yeah. So, next week? Yeah, I mean. Heritage shoot, is coming we, up next week, yeah. We're we're going to have like five or six podcasts. We'll go live from the Heritage. Yeah. Are you going? I don't know, but if we're doing this, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. They won't are you, let are you going? Oh, oh yeah. I'm, what day are you going? I don't know, but I'll make any day. I think we're going Thursday. Oh, my goodness. So we can do a podcast down there. Do you know that when it was like MCI Heritage and then it was the other thing, that we used to have a tent down there? Mm. Mm. I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I volunteered for that tent. Uh, yeah. That. Thousands of people come by our tent. And they used to have like this row of tents with like vendors. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember it very Dunes well. Real Estate. Yep. What we need to do. When I was in Enterprise, they used to rent a house there for the week, and they would bring like the managers in. So one day was this, one mm. day was this, and everybody could come one we day. We had a house. Week, take we, a day off work, but then you had a house full of drinks, food, yep. everything supplied. It's all we right there, that. and you could just pop in and out of your house. I was like, yep. talk Dudes to Daniel, see if we can rent a house for a day or two for dudes. That'd be nice. Yeah, Or somebody we know down there that has one would love for Or that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But you saw those clients coming. Remember the, oh, remember the house I listed right there? You yeah. remember you came and shot it? Yeah. And that was the year the Heritage got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> listed it right next to the 18th Green. Oh, no. Five stores with a rooftop. Oh. Bottom floor was a bar. That was literally the perfect place. The perfect for house that. for Heritage. And then yeah. that was when COVID hit. And Heritage, now it came back, I think, in yeah. June. Yeah. But they had no spectators. Uh huh. But that, that was the year that I had yeah. it listed and sold it. I'm like, we, I mean, you can't even do anything with it. Uh. You can't even let people see it during the week because nobody was there. That's like, right. That's crazy. Oh, but wow. still sold. It was good, but yeah. that was that was an awesome house. Yeah, for the it was. Yeah. Well, again, guys, I gotta go do some work. Yeah. Um, we appreciate. And it. And I have a lunch in the day that you know you got to be out there mm-hmm. promoting yourself. And I just want to thank you for having me. Thank you for I'd joining be willing us. Willing to come back at any time. Yeah. You know, we I'm gonna have to bring the grill. It. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna do that over there. Yeah. I'm serious. I'm serious. Yeah. If, if they'll let me bring it inside, okay. I'll do it. I'm one of these people. You see this little fire pen here? Yeah. Flame. That if you're going to do something, you got to put a date on it. Okay, get your phone out. When can we do it? I mean. Okay, you're going to do a podcast on, you're going to bring your grill in, and we're going to make breakfast for the people on duty that day. And, and the and men's staff, staff that, so great, our administrative staff, and then that way you can prepare breakfast for them. Hmm. Hmm. I'm looking at my calendar. Hmm. You can't well, see here. Here's my issue. I don't know how I'm going to get the griddle here. It's probably not light. It's not light, and I don't have a truck. I thought you had bought a truck. No, I have, a, I have an SUV, SUV like you. Oh, you need a big. How big is this thing? Uh, pretty big, but it. It's a giant cast iron top, so it's it's pretty heavy. Yeah, it's a you're, lot. You're a big guy. Okay, it's not going to fit weak? in my car. No, I could pick it up, but it's not going to fit in my car. Oh, it's too big to put in your yeah. SUV, even with the seats down. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. You got to take You have a picture of that thing? 
Because I'm telling you, I'm thinking you're talking about a grill that you can cook in your house on that. Uh, nah. No. This is like you a don't big, have ventilation for no, that. No, this is like an outdoor like, propane. Oh, then we won't be able to no. do it yeah. up in the kitchen. But, yeah, but we can do it outside. outside yeah. And then we'll take it's food like, up it's to like the that. kitchen. Okay. You need to get a truck. Uh, tell that to my fiance. John's got a truck. Don't you still have your truck? I got a Tahoe. No, I mean, that. you remember you had a truck. Oh, yeah, I don't have that anymore. Yeah, I don't have that anymore. Okay, who's got a truck? You had a truck? Yeah, he had a truck. Was it lifted? No. Thank God. No, I just had a Tacoma. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't one of those guys. That was the only thing I drove until I got into real estate. And then I was like, Uh, I don't think I can fit clients driving around in Tacoma. So I had to get a, that's when I got a 4Runner, I think. Yeah. And then I got the Tahoe. After we finish the podcast, we'll figure out how we can get the griddle here. Yeah. 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 And yeah, then, and I bet you those people next door at the rental company probably want to come out there and eat too. Mm, we can yeah, get them. We'll, we'll get them the day out of it. We'll get them to supply all the food. She's a genius. Yep, I am. Mary Minetti. Mary Minetti, everybody. <laughs> Make sure to tune in for this episode and the next episode and the episode after that, and always yeah. on Friday at one p.m. I'm always available. Behind the Dunes podcast. Make sure to call Mary. Yes. Anything that you need. Call Mary and share.